Hiring? With Indeed, your search is over. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. UVA football is the softest bunch of cream puffs, bow tie wearing, brie cheese eating, NASCAR wearing wussies I've ever seen in my life. I'm going to punch people from UVA right in the neck. They wear suits to games. <laughs> That's absurd. All right, everyone, welcome back to the Guys and Ties podcast. This is Dustin, and with me is Rob. We are together again. The guys are back. The ties are still not on, but we're here, and we have just watched UVA take out Oklahoma. Rob, how are you doing? I'm good, man. Way better than we Way better than if we would have lost. Way better no than doubt. if we would have lost. No Way doubt. better than last year, definitely. Way better than on Friday as well, I'm going to say. We're going to do a quick pod tonight. We're going to do a quick reaction to the two uh, games that happened this weekend. And we're going to do a quick look ahead to next week, although we're not really going to because our opponents are, are going to be pretty yeah. much set after this game. Right? We're watching the UC Irvine-Oregon game right now. This is Friday night. Or Sunday night. Sunday, Sunday night. night. So it's, this is instant. Yeah. Instant, instant reaction. Instant. This is what you guys pay for, right? Instant yeah, reaction. I wish they paid for I it. I wish so. Anyway, <laughs> um, but we're, we're at halftime of Oregon-UC Irvine, so the winner of that game is going to come to play UVA next week in Louisville mm-hmm. at 10 o'clock at night on Thursday. Probably the worst time they could have given us, but honestly, uh, I'm just happy. We're just happy to be here, Rob. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, and uh, that that's what it's going to be. But uh, let's talk about the games this weekend, and let's start with the Gardner Webb game because I know you have a lot of thoughts on the Gardner Webb game, and I know you want to get them out. So, Rob, tell me your thoughts on the Gardner Webb game. Please. Well, Dustin is being very facetious there <laughs> <laughs> because I did not see a minute of the Gardner Webb game. I was in a meeting from two until six o'clock. My heart was pounding. I watched the text messages and the scores, but could not reply, and it was a disaster. And thankfully, we won. Thankfully, we won. That's all I'll say. Thankfully, uh, but Dustin was actually at the game, pulled the hero move to what was it your your train left at 2 a.m no you woke yeah, up at 2 a.m yeah i woke up at 2 a.m so yeah tell I, this story so i do my fight was out of bwi at uh, baltimore at what was it 5 30 and my train from union station left at 3 30 so i had to get an uber there because of course the metro doesn't run because dc's dumb mm-hmm. and then i had to get i had to wake up at two so i could actually wake up and like eat breakfast and then go so i woke up at two I uh, had a really super long day. It was probably up until midnight watching. Um, I went to the second session too with uh, Duke and Duke and who'd they play? North Dakota State and mm-hmm. UCF and VCU. So that was fun as well. I was with my dad. It was great. And but unfortunately, the time on Sunday 
made my flight was at the same time, so I actually left a little bit early so I could come back and watch the game here. Rob and I actually watched it together today, so that was great. But we're gonna look at look back to the Gardner Webb game first. Rob has no thoughts because he didn't watch it. Yeah. But I do have some <laughs> thoughts. And my thoughts were, oh my god, it was exactly like the second half of the UMBC game last year. Like everything that was going wrong went wrong. We had a five straight possessions with a turnover. They seemed to get uh, whatever shot they wanted. Mamadi seemed to forget how to play defense on the pick and roll. It was just a really awful first 15 minutes, really. And then they kind of settled in. They realized, hey, we're the better team. Let's act like the better team. They started getting offensive rebounds. They started bullying the smaller players from Gardner-Webb. And we ended up winning by, you know, 15. But at the at the beginning of the game, it really felt like last year. Well, one thing I'll say is not to sound like a degenerate, but one of my good <laughs> friends from work went to Las Vegas on Friday to gamble on the games. Uh-huh. And he was so fired up for it. And he was texting me. He's not a big college basketball guy. He's just a big gambling guy. And he's like, <laughs> he texted me. <laughs> he's texting me. He's like, hey, like UVA, uh, 22 points is the spread. Like, should I take him? And I'm like, no, like don't take yeah. him. And obviously look really smart. And then honestly, like we almost covered. Yeah. We almost covered if we didn't put the backups we, in. Well, at the you end. know, the thing about the thing about basketball is it's such a mental game, and if if you're not in the right spot, then you're not going to be able to play as well as you could. I think the best person to look at for this is Kyle, because yeah. Kyle has yeah. been really the face of the UMBC talk all year, and honestly, he did not have a great game on Friday. He didn't have a really good game tonight, uh, but on Friday he he had eight points. He was one of five from three, one of uh, one of three from two. He did have six rebounds, one assist, one turnover, one block, one steal. So he kind of covered all the all the bases, but his offense wasn't really there. And I think he was in his head a little bit, yeah. especially at first. He seemed to force a couple shots. He definitely didn't seem to be in the moment. Yeah. Um. And de- definitely different guys stepped up in that game. You know, DeAndre had a wonderful game. He had twenty three points on on nine of sixteen shooting. And he had uh, five rebounds and four assists. He did have three turn. Uh, no, no, that's Kihei. He had one turnover, but DeAndre had a wonderful game. He he seemed, especially in the second half, he could get whatever shot he wanted, and he was able to really take advantage of his size uh, in the second half, especially. Mm-hmm. And but yeah, but after the you know kind of after the eight minute under eight timeout, the team really looked different. They came out, they started running their offense, they actually played defense. And cut the lead to six, and then after halftime, it was just all UVA. You know, we were blocking shots. We were making them force tough shots. The only shots they really got were tough threes at the end of the shot clock. Mm-hmm. And that's something that was, you know, frustrating, but that's what we're going to take against a team like Gardner-Webb. And I think that's really all we have to talk about, really, is is just how mental it is and how much like UMBC it was last year, just in that first half. It was really terrifying for me yeah i was Dude, scared you know the players had to feel it too i was scared and like even i think it was kyle guy but it could i'm sure it was other people too they're like yeah how could you not think about it yeah we were down 14 in the first half against the 16 seed how yeah. could you not think about no it, it like it had it all happens. the feeling like the feeling came back and yeah. like i i felt like I, I was transported back to last year except this time it was in the first half and i was like good god like are we really gonna do this again yeah are we gonna go down this road again and we didn't thank thankfully god. Thankfully. <laughs> I, I do want to shout out the Gardner Webb fans who were there because they were um, 
cheering the entire time. They were on their feet the entire time. There was a group of students who was just uh, screaming their lungs off the entire time. Uh, it was a good crowd that they had. Of course, they were only about two hours away, so they were pretty close. But it wasn't a away game for mm-hmm. UVA. I mean, the, everyone in the stadium except for the Virginia fans were for Gardner-Webb. But like, and, talk about being empowered, too. Like, yeah. You know, you're taking on the one seed that just right. lost to the 16th. And you're up 14 on yeah. them. Of course you're going to be happy. And, I mean, you've got... Of course, the the Duke fans, the UCF fans, the VCU fans, the even the North Dakota State fans, the Ole Miss and Oklahoma fans too, the, and not to mention all just the random people who are there. Mm-hmm. They're they're all cheering for Gardner Webb, and it was loud. I was there. I was uh, right behind the team bench. It was loud, and you, the God bless the UVA fans. We were really trying to cheer for the team. We were trying to get them back up, but. It was tough to cheer over that crowd. Like they were, they were screaming on defense. They were cheering on offense. It was great. I mean, it was a great atmosphere. So I'm glad I went. Unfortunately, I couldn't stay for the the game tonight. Um, I do want to say though that I was able to see Zion in person, and he is just as incredible I'm in person as he is I'm on TV. Um, the the play where he lost the ball and then went behind the back and laid it in, absolutely incredible. I also got to see Taco Fall, who is. An incredible human. He very is tall. Very tall. Like I, I don't think the TV doesn't do him justice because it's at an angle. Mm-hmm. Like when you're when you see him next to one of his teammates, it's it doesn't even make sense. Well, you, you know, physics the, is fake. What's the name of the sideline reporter? She's done all our games so far with Jim Nance. Um, Taylor. No, I oh, forget her name. ESPN. She's really good. But anyway, they there's a picture of her standing next to him. Oh, and she's like, five. Oh my she's God. five two. Right? Yeah, he's like double her height. Yeah, there's almost. a picture on That's Twitter like, where God. she's five two and he's six seven, seven six. Seven Sorry, six. Yeah, I, I mixed up those numbers. <laughs> anyway, that'd still be tall. <laughs> yeah. But he's seven six, so he's over two feet taller than her, which is incredible. Yeah, it's um, wild. So I got to see them not play each other, but play in the same building, which was really fun. They played tonight. Uh, earlier tonight, that was a really good game. I wish Duke had lost, but UCF really put up a good fight. Um, next week is going to be fun with the Duke and Duke and Tech. Duke and Tech is going to be in DC, so maybe we'll go. Maybe we'll mm-hmm. harass some people. Dustin might. <laughs> I might. I don't know. I think it'd be fun. I can't go. To, I can't go to Louisville. Yeah, I can't go to Louisville. No, I won't be but there. but we will be watching. Um, uh, let's move on to the Oklahoma game. Okay. Okay. Well, I think with this game, you saw exactly kind of what we expected. You yeah. get the mental hurdle of the 16 over you, and you're going to play a lot better. And it wasn't a perfect game by any stretch, mm-hmm. but I mean, getting out to that 7-0 start, you know, that's exactly what you want to do. Yeah. And like, this team is, like, it's better playing from ahead than mm-hmm. it is behind. And it was a great win. You know, yeah. great win. 63-51, the final. 31-22, the halftime split. Uh, we outscored him by three in the second half, 32-29. But that first half was big. And we played really well in the second half, too. It's just they kept answering. But, no, I mean, what's your thoughts, Dustin? I mean, we, we did have a cold stretch, um, especially Kyle. He played uh, – like, he couldn't shoot. Yeah. Like, he, he was off tonight. He was he, 0 for 10 tonight. He was doing, a, he was doing other stuff. He, oh, was, he, he was playing defense really job. well. He was hustling. He had two good um, baseline drives. He had five rebounds and uh, three assists, no turnovers. So he played well. He only had four points though, yeah. and that's something that, especially if we if we're looking to, if if we get to the elite eight or if we get to the final four, you know that's something that's not going to cut it. Is Kyle having an off zero for ten? Mm-hmm. Like that's that's pretty bad against a team like Oklahoma. It was okay because Mamani came to play, DeAndre came to play, Kihei had a wonderful game, nine points, nine points. Uh, Braxton had a nine point game as well. 
Jay had five points in, in nine minutes, so he's <laughs> he, he's got to have yeah. the some of the most points per minute <laughs> of any player. <laughs> it's incredible. Anyway, um, but yeah, I think I'll just all those guys together were able to offset Kyle's off night. Even Ty, you know, he was twelve. He had twelve points. He was mm-hmm. uh, two two of three from three. Dre was two of five from three. Mamadi was over one. Braxton made his one three, and Jay made one of two. Kia made one of two. I think I think the rest of the players were really locked in, but I think Kyle was still feeling a little bit of the pressure. Yeah, no, we talked about this during the game, and we feel yeah. like you know it's mental, and like you know, obviously he was very open about the anxiety issues he yeah. had last year, and. You know, some of that might have played in tonight. I don't know. I don't want to assume anything. No, but, we, like the moment was big, and we can't we can't moment. we can't tell what they're feeling. But yeah. I, I've definitely got a, a like, and he just the way he's talked about UMBC all year, just yeah. the way he's like I mean, looked he forward to this that. game. He's owned it. He he's been like the face of the Virginia UMBC debate, not debate, but like it yeah, happened. The talk, it, the, talk <laughs> the talk, yeah. And I think that you know, there's got to be something left there. Yeah, I mean, you there's know? no way there's not. No, I mean, like like we said, like. There's no way that wasn't in anybody's head when and Virginia that's not, was down in the first half. And that's not to say to that's not to say that you know that contributed to this off night. You know, you can just go cold. Yeah, good shooter might have contributed. Good, good shooters go cold though, and so but he had some wide open shots that mm-hmm. he just bricked. So yeah. I don't know what was wrong. Maybe maybe he's got the flu that the rest of the team had last week. I don't know, but he had a pretty good game. Other than that. Let's talk about Mamani for yeah, a sec. Mamani had a great, yeah. wonderful game. Seven of eight from the from the two of one. He missed his one three. He had nine rebounds, uh, only one turnover, three blocks, one only steal, only one foul, only one foul in twenty eight minutes. So yeah. he had a really good game. He played uh, Oklahoma's guys really tight, and Oklahoma has some guys that he was able to kind of bother a little bit. Brady Mannix, the guy that I was worried about before the when I was previewing the game. And he only scored two points after halftime. Uh, Christian James is their other one who was really good. And Christian Dulo as well. They had a combined 21 points between them. And really, that was all that sco- uh, the people who scored for Yeah. Oklahoma. Well, we got to give a shout out to our boy, Miles Reynolds, who took a hard one from Jack. And <laughs> Yo, <laughs> it just went limp. I, I think he passed out yeah. for like a like split yeah. second. I think, I think he actually lost consciousness. Because if you watch the video... Like his eyes, I think they, they like glaze over. in the back in his head a little bit. <laughs> like he just went limp. Like he, well, he was running funny before that. Like yeah, I, I don't know what happened, but he took one for the team. That's gonna go in the let the excuse yeah. me let the bodies hit the floor playlist. Um, but yeah, I mean Oklahoma, they they came out shooting. They're a team that's physical. They're a team that wants to get to the basket, and luckily our defense stepped up tonight. And it was just kind of that that buzzsaw that we're used to, where they just like ate up the team and spit out turnovers and spit out rebounds and stuff. Mm-hmm. I think it was really a really great uh, defensive effort from this team. No, I mean fifty one points given up, obviously very good. Yeah. How many had three blocks? Yeah, you know, like that's good. That's good. That's really good. No, yeah. it was a great defensive effort, and you know, there you wanted more from Kyle, but you still won by twelve points. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I mean. Kyle's going to have to play better in order to win. He will. You know, and he will. I think he's going to be a lot better next week. Shooters go up and down. I think he's going to be a lot better next week. He's good. I think for him, the mental hurdle was huge. Yes. Because he took such ownership of that loss. Yeah, and our team, our team, the the ownership of of the hurdle. Yeah, you could feel it. Yeah. I mean, you could cut that with a knife. I just like how much they felt it. 
especially in that first game. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll need Kyle big time back to his normal self, but I think he'll come back. He's fine. I think he will. He's going to be okay. Um, can we talk about Jay Huff? Let's do a Jay Huff segment real okay. quick. Yeah. So, Jay Huff, uh, he had an okay weekend. He didn't play a lot in the Gardner-Webb game, but he had a pretty good stretch in the first half of the Gardner-Webb game where he had some key minutes. So he, he only played five minutes against Gardner-Webb. He had two points. He uh, missed both of his threes, but he hit uh, his one-two. Only one foul, he had one steal. But he was able to alter shots in a way that allowed our guys to get out and transition a little bit, get our guys set, and he helped our defense a lot too, I think, especially in the Gardner-Webb game. I know you didn't watch it, but he, he played some really good minutes in the first half. Didn't play in the second half for some reason, probably because of the size disadvantage that we were having he he wasn't really able to guard their smaller players that well mm-hmm. but he was able to alter their shots because they were getting to the rim every time um on pick and rolls and just also just driving by our guys so i think him coming in altering some shots was really helpful and tonight's game he uh, he played nine minutes and he had five points uh made it made one three also one two had a three rebounds and one block so that's a pretty good stat line well, for five. Yeah, minutes, let's talk about minutes. each of these field goal attempts. Yeah, because the first one I think was was it his dunk or his made three? Uh, he made a three first. Okay, so he made that three, which was nice. Yeah. He wasn't at the top of the key. He was kind of more on the wing. He was over on the which, uh, just a little bit. Yeah, in between a little the key, bit. In, in between the key. Yeah, and the top of the <laughs> so key. he wasn't right at the top, <laughs> right. which is a little different for him. Yeah, but no, it was a great shot. It was a good good thing. I, I know, said this. I said this during the the thing. He has the wettest shot. Whenever it goes in, it just the the net just snaps. Sounds right. It feels Splash. good. It feels right. It feels good. So let's talk about his dunk because his dunk felt good too. Yeah, he took his man off the dribble. One bounce, I think. It wasn't the Duke one was just kind of straight ahead. Yeah. This one he kind of curved a little bit. Yeah, it was kind of nice. Yeah, it he was a little nice. a, a little agility. Yeah, in there. you know he can really slam it bait. home too. Like Mamadi does the thing where he like drops it in when he dunks. Yeah, Jay wants to slam it. Jay Jay he likes to, to slam it. Jay likes to pull down the rim a little bit. Yeah, Jack likes to hang. Uh, Mamadi doesn't even touch the rim, and Jay likes to pull down the rim with one hand. Yeah. Um. Yeah. His his dunk was great. It showed it showed I think some promise for what he's capable of. Yeah. I think his handles are better than what we've seen so far yeah we, he doesn't really dribble much. he doesn't dribble that much no he kind of just catches and he'll yeah. roll or anything um, but but i think he can dribble the ball because he's got some of those guard skills mm-hmm. and i think that next year we might see that a little bit more if he if he starts to play a little bit more is those guard skills dribbling a little bit um maybe taking his man off the dribble from the wing especially if he pulls up for a three and then goes in for the dunk i mean yeah. i don't know who's going to stop him doing that very often and then but, his final field goal attempt was something kind of interesting. <laughs> it was the end of the half. He oh, took yeah. a roll. Kind of more for a Kyle guy type I, of shot. I don't really know what was happening. I don't think it was designed for him. No, I don't think Tony but, drew that uh, up for <laughs> That was interesting. You know, yeah. maybe maybe save that for next year if ever. Yeah, it was but. like a step back, turn around, off, <laughs> yeah. the, off a screen. It's like three. even if Kyle took that shot, I'd be like, are you sure? It was like, it like, was like falling, <laughs> falling back off of one foot. That's like something that you yeah. <laughs> that Kyle does at the end of shot clock. So of course, it was at the end of shot clock. It was at the end of the half. But at, at the same time, he, he still showed some of that that youth, that yeah. inexperience. Because after he took that shot, he kind of stood near half court. Yeah, he uh, didn't go back stop, to the basket. To stop the ball, but his his man, Brady Manick, cut to the basket and got an easy bucket to get the lead to 11. So, Or was it 9? It was 11. To get the lead to 11. So he he's still learning a little a lot. He's still learning a lot. But you can see 
you can see the talent. You can see that he's come so, so far since the beginning of the season. Yeah. So I think he's going to be a, a really nice piece uh, in the next game, at least, if not the next two games. So I, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing him play some, get some more confidence in yeah. these games. No, he's just a spark. Yeah. Like, it's so important. He's insta, just a spark. insta points. Yeah. And another bench guy we'll just give some love to, Kihei Clark. Kihei, I love him. You know, you, you, everyone, We've you included, was talking about how great he played the first game. He played The incredible. second game, he scored nine points. Dude, if you're yeah. getting nine points out of this guy in any game, you're going to be doing all right. I yeah. Mean, that's a good stat line for him. Yeah, well, let's talk about the, the Gardner-Webb game for a sec, because he was... He had three points in 36 minutes. This was a game that he was going to play in a lot in because of the the size. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're they're more his size than most teams are. So he was going to play a lot. He made uh, he was one of five from the field, but he made his one three, uh, and he had five rebounds, four assists. He did have three turnovers, but those were all kind of in the first half when we were all playing bad. He had three steals, only one foul. He was really able to disrupt their guards and he was able to distribute the ball really well to the players who were scoring a lot he also and this doesn't show up in the box score you know we talk about this is a really cliche but he he did a lot of things that don't show up in that box score he was diving for loose balls he was uh slowing things down when we needed to he's speeding things up when we needed to he was really feeling the game in the second half so he kind of uh controlled how we distributed the ball in the second half which was great and today he also had a good game. Yeah. No, I mean, totally. You know, he... Nine points. So he plays 33 minutes, which is... You know, it's good for him. He's third most on the team behind uh, behind Kyle and Ty Jerome. So he plays 33 minutes, three for five from the field. Two assists to two turnovers, although one of those turnovers was super early in the game. Um, you know, he just looked comfortable out there. And it, that's what's important. It's like just him looking comfortable. You know, mm-hmm. he got in there... He drew a foul, you know, looked like it might have been an and one almost. You know, he's just, that's the type of things that we kind of didn't see mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago that now we're starting to see, which yep. makes it more dangerous and makes you respect a shot at least a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But then also if people are respecting his ability to get in the lane, even to just score, because so many times you go in there and you know he's trying to pass. Yeah, he made so, he made uh, two laps today, yeah, which is so huge. he's good. Yeah. One was like a little shifty thing, kind yeah. of left-handed, yeah. even though he was going from the yeah, right it was side. Beautiful. It was, yeah. And of course, he made one of two threes, so which is great too. So fifty percent. Yeah. So if, I take if, that. Yeah. You know, if we can get nine points out of him, yeah, that's awesome. Especially on a night when Kyle's off. Yeah. Um. It, without his nine points, it'd be a lot closer. Yeah. So I mean, I guess now, like we kind of recap the games. You know, not a hundred percent knowing who we're playing next. Wait, I do want to shout out Braxton. Real all right, let's he, shout out Braxton. Well, he had a really good game too. He he had nine points. He made all of his uh, field goal attempts. He was four four. He did miss two free throws, and he had nine rebounds, which was uh, really awesome for him. He had a really good game, especially uh, uh, coming off a Gardner Webb game where he might not have played as well. Mm-hmm. Didn't play as much probably because of the size issue again. Uh, I think this is a really important game to for him to get on track a little bit for the for the tournament. I think he's a really uh, good piece for us to have, especially coming off the bench. He's a, a defensive spark instead of an offensive spark, so he's like the anti Jay, <laughs> yeah, or maybe Jay's the anti Braxton. I don't know. Anyways, he he had a really good game. I just wanted to let yeah. people know that we didn't forget about him. No, I mean he's. What was Tony Bennett? Was it after the Gardner Webb game? Tony Bennett, his big comment was like, "The bench guys are gonna like play a role." Mm-hmm. Maybe it was some video. 
there was some promotional thing out there that was I like did. the bench guys need to play a role. Okay. And they did. I mean, they did today. Yeah. So no doubt. But I guess now as we look forward, you know, what and the things that we can control, what have we been doing well and what do you want to see more of kind of as we look at the Sweet 16 next week? I want to shoot the three ball a little bit better. You know, we only shot 29% today and I know we could have shot better against Gardner-Webb too. So I'm looking to shoot that ball a little bit better. We, we're good. We're one of the best three-point shooting teams in the country uh, percentage-wise. We don't shoot a lot. I mean, we, we do shoot. We shoot enough. It's a good it's a good mix of twos and threes. But I want to see us get back to that level where we can hit them on a more consistent basis. Because, you know, 29%, 30% is okay. But we can hit at a 48 49% clip, and that's huge for our team. That's a lot of our points. If we do that, we spread them out makes things a lot easier inside. So especially on a team like Gardner-Webb or Oregon where maybe they don't have the most athletic guys, uh, getting to the basket is going to be awesome. And to help that out, making some threes is going to be helpful too. Yeah, no, totally agree with that. My big thing would be free throws. And Mm -hmm. I would have said three-point shooting, but doesn't cover that perfectly. (laughs) So free throws, you know, we were two for five today. So obviously we can do better both in terms of percentage and just volume. I, I think mm-hmm. a good number is 10 a game. Yeah. If we can get to the line 10 times a game. Yeah, because we're not... Or a, not 10 times, but at least get 10 free throw attempts. We're not a team that gets a lot of free throws. We're not we're not teams that are, you know, they're running into Kyle should have, I think, had at least one or two calls on him. I think so, where too. Where he could have gone in the line. Yeah, but, but, but he didn't. Yeah. And that's what we live with. But I do agree that I think that we could have had... We, we should have made more. You know, Braxton is a... He should be better at free throws. Yeah. Mommy should be better at free throws. And uh, Kihei made both of his. So, I don't know. I, I think... Or, so, on. I was just going to say, when I make that comment, I think DeAndre Hunter. Because DeAndre yeah. Hunter's the guy who can get in the lane. He's the guy who can really slash and yeah. get in there. Well, he, like, only, he only had 10 points today. He, he didn't attempt a free throw either. So, I don't know if this was a... He played really well in defense. Yeah, he was really good defensively. But player. I don't think that this was a game where he needed to step up. I mean, you talk about the guys who stepped up offensively today. It was the guys that weren't so obvious. Mm-hmm. You know, it was the Mamadies, it was Braxton. the Kihays, the Braxons. Yeah. So I think we're going to need, in order to beat the best teams, our best three players are going to have to play their best mm-hmm. games. I think we've known that. But I think we've known that the potential is there, which just makes us so excited about what hopefully could be to come in yeah. the next, you know, hopefully two weeks. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so it's going to be fun and we're not going to preview because at this point when you're going to listen to it, we're going to know if it's Oregon or UC Irvine. So previewing both teams is going to be pointless. So we're not going to do that. Um, but if, if we get to the elite eight, we would face either Purdue or Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you know anything about Purdue or Tennessee at this point? I know Tennessee almost blew a big lead today, but uh-huh. they also have so much talent. Yeah. They have so much talent. Yeah. Um, Tennessee's scary because they're so physical, and you, you know, we're, we're, physical, we're physical too, but we can get pushed around sometimes. Yeah. Like sometimes, mom, especially I'm thinking Mommy and Jay yeah. can get pushed around, especially if Jack is not playing enough because if his bag is hurt. Well, let's, or, let's talk about Jack because okay. Jack played two minutes today yeah. against Oklahoma and then he played seven minutes. Is that right? Against Gardner-Webb? I think it was five. Five. So, yeah. he, you know, played seven minutes total for the, this weekend. Yeah. He didn't start even no. today against Oklahoma. Mamadi started in his place, I which think, was a good decision. I think. I think his bag is hurt. And I don't. that's not an official thing. I don't know anything. But my, my dad was saying that my dad has a stiff back too, so he might know a little bit. But but he was saying that Jack was walking around a little bit funny on the court, 
Uh, he, he was looking a little tight. I don't know if it was just because of his big ACC tournament outing. That's all the points he can There's have for a couple points, weeks. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I, I We can't say whether or not his back is hurt because we don't know. But maybe it has something to do with his back. Maybe it's just because, honestly, Mamadi and Jerry are just playing much better than him at mm-hmm. this point. And also the teams that were matched up with Braxton has fit in better. Mm-hmm. Because uh, against Gardner-Webb, a 6'10 guy who can't move very fast is not going to cut yeah, it. not an offensive threat. Not really. an offensive threat, threat either. So so I think having a smaller lineup helped there. Today, you know, they have some some good guard play. But they're, the guy that they play, the who's who's the tallest, Brady Manick, is only 6'9". So that's a better matchup for Mavity, especially considering he brings him out to the, to the perimeter. Mm-hmm. So maybe just not a good matchup. Maybe it has something to do with both. I don't know. But interesting note. That yeah. he's not playing nearly as much as he has all season. Yeah, I'm, I think it makes sense. You know, yeah. you got to play your highest ceiling players when mm-hmm. it matters. But I, I will say that if we if we do play Tennessee, I He'll think play. I think Jack would play because Jack is a banger. Tennessee is a team of bangers. Yeah. Like they they just hit you straight in the mouth. Especially Grant Williams and Adam uh, Admiral Schofield. They are two really big guys, full of muscle. They can also play really well too. So. I'm excited to see what happens there. The other team is Purdue. Purdue is, you know, I didn't think they were that good, but they're a three seed, and their main guy, Carson Edwards, that's his name. <laughs> I forgot his name for a sec. Carson Edwards, he is uh, good. He had 43 points today in their win, and or maybe it was yesterday. But this weekend, he, he had a huge scoring output. He was able to get whatever he wanted. He's a good shooter. He's a good driver. He's small. Mm-hmm. He's Kihei sized. A little bit taller. A little bit bigger. But I think that's a better matchup for us. I, I'm I'm gonna root for Purdue. Check. You'd rather play Purdue. I would much rather play Purdue. Yeah. Yeah. Tennessee would be interesting just because of the storyline. The whole like Joe Harris driving to Tony's house. Yeah. It, you know, it's, it's a former sports writer. There's a lot of content there. <laughs> I think uh, beyond I think, basketball. I think that storyline has passed because <laughs> you know we we were the one seed that year. We made the Sweet Sixteen and the and like yeah. whatever. But I think that Purdue would be a better matchup for us, especially because considering agree. that Purdue, I don't think is a great shooting team, and Carson Edwards is like their biggest. Like their best player by far, mm-hmm. by far. Purdue, per, their um, best shooter on the team, uh, shoots at about a forty percent clip. So they're they're not a really good shooting team. Tennessee is a good shooting team. They can shoot you out of the gym. They can also body you down low. So they, Tennessee can beat you in a couple of different ways. Um, that being said, Tennessee hasn't played very well the past couple of games. So maybe they peak too early. Maybe they're slipping. Who knows? Yeah, that's why we see who wins. So I'm excited to see what happens next week. Uh, games once again, kind of at a sucky time. We're at the Thursday Saturday slot. Our game is at 10 o'clock. Uh, the game before us will be at around 7:30, I think, or yeah. 7:45. So, so I mean, it could get 10 o'clock. Might be 10:15, 10:30. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see what happens. But that's why we play the games. If you're going to Louisville, cheers to you because I can't go. I know Rob can't yeah. go. Uh, we're working men. We, As we, I we said gotta, last week, gotta keep the roof over our heads. <laughs> we we do the have jobs for the family. Yeah, um, but I'm excited to see where this team can go. Yeah. So I mean, one thing I do want to say before we leave mm-hmm. is I was selfishly a little disappointed with our draw at the beginning, just because I really wanted to be in DC. Mm-hmm. But I mean, knock on wood, like this is 
this is how you want it. You know, we're going to play either a 12 or 13 seed in the Sweet 16, mm-hmm. and you're not going to get to the Final Four or past the Final Four without playing good teams. We're going to yeah. play a good team if we're lucky enough. We'll play a good team on Thursday. Produce good. And then we're also yeah. going to play a good team in the Elite Eight. But yeah. Oregon and UC Irvine are both good teams. Right now, UC Irvine's up 37 to 35 with about 14 minutes left in the second half. Uh, I'm I'm not gonna stay up to watch it, but I will look at the highlights tomorrow. Um, so maybe maybe I'll tweet out something tomorrow about the team that we play. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I I'm excited. This is this feels good. This, yeah. this feels right. It, yeah, it feels right. It feels right. It feels like you know we're feels back just. on. Feels back on track. You know, it feels like um 2016 when we made the Elite Eight. Yeah, and it does. Eventually, lost there's a Syracuse. similar confidence level. Yeah, to there it. is. There is, and the I think, but I think this team is similarly diverse in scoring you know that team had anthony gill malcolm brogdon london parentes mike toby mike toby um he was sixth man of the year yeah. in the acc at that year people forget yeah <laughs> i think it was the year before that actually was it yeah it was okay yeah but you know this is a team that has can score in different ways the defense is elite as it always is and i think that we our matchup right now is looking pretty good with uc irvine and oregon I think we match up well with Purdue. I think that the game with Tennessee would be amazing. It'd be a, heck of a, game. It'd be a really good heck game. game. And we'll see what happens. So we gotta make it there though. So we gotta we gotta focus on Oregon <laughs> and UC Irvine. Uh Virginia fans know that well. But I think do you wanna cover anything else? Any shout outs you wanna give? Are we giving yells today? I mean we can give a yell to the football team, start spring practice yeah. tomorrow. So tomorrow being Monday. So I'm pretty fired up for that. A lot of good news, you know, get a four star. Just the other Imba. day, 2019, yeah. Jeffrey Imba. Yeah, I want to I want to shout him out because he he uh, bamboozled people. He he picked up the Tennessee hat and then ripped off his jacket and showed UVA <laughs> underneath. So I I loved that. That was his good. final choices were between Tennessee, Florida, and Virginia. And that's saying something. He's yeah. picking UVA well, over that's, two SEC that's schools. That's Vic Sohoto right yeah. there. That's yeah. you know three defensive linemen. You know, Jawan Briggs and Jeffrey Mba, I think, are consensus four stars. Mm-hmm. Ben Smiley has a four star either from uh, rivals or. Uh, ESPN, I forget which one, mm-hmm. but dude, Vic Sohoto's killing it, and yeah. we're gonna go from dressing four defensive linemen in the bowl game to having a pretty good young roster yeah. defensive linemen. Yeah, they they're gonna kill it too. They're all big guys. Yeah. They're gonna they're hungry. They're ready to go. Yeah, I, yeah. Are we talking football right now? During <laughs> <laughs> we might be another another shout out. Men's lacrosse beat Johns Hopkins this weekend, yeah. so I'm always gonna love that. Yeah. So go who's on. I that. do want to shout out Jack Muller on the UVA wrestling team for making the national semifinals. Good call. Um, he didn't he didn't make it to the finals, but he had a heck of a run. Uh, upset a couple guys too along the way. So shout out to Jack Muller. I was never a big wrestling guy, but yeah. respect the heck out of them because one of my roommates was a wrestling guy, and he. He like took me down one time. It was tough. I couldn't get up. So they they're super super talented, super strong, and yeah, that's yeah. about it. That's no, all. We can talk football content. You know, hopefully in two weeks. Yeah, when this two, thing is over. <laughs> I don't think we'll be talking football if, if we're still talking about basketball in two weeks. Something's great. So we'll get there when we get there. But thank you so much for listening. As always, this is Guys and Ties podcast. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at Guys and Ties Pod. Make sure to follow us on Snapchat and Instagram at Guys and Ties Pod. Follow us on Podbean and iTunes if you want to keep listening. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Yes, sir. Go Hoos. Yes, sir. Beat UC Irvine or Oregon. Or Oregon. <laughs> Whatever, whichever one happens. You'll know. Yeah. <laughs>
Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig. Inspiring kid confidence.